Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is what to do when they pull away. Now, this is video number 89. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, I'd be very grateful if you would subscribe and hit like. Also, if you'd like to do a Skype or email coaching, be sure to visit thelovechat.net slash coaching. Now then, what to do when they pull away. They being your ex, your current partner, a potential love interest, or whatever. Because when somebody pulls away from you, it's being very clearly communicated that right now, I'm doing one of three things. I'm either testing you, I actually am busy, or pissing me off, and so I'm going to pull away. And so, what I'll do in this video, because this video is so broad, is I'll try and zero in on the examples that I just provided. So, if... Somebody is testing you. Now, ladies, I hate to break it to you, you do this a lot more than men do. But men, you aren't off the hook either, as sometimes you do it as well. Testing. Testing is basically when we want to know how a person's going to react. We're looking for weakness. We're looking for reasons why they're not a good pick. This could be why I should not get back with my ex. This could be why I should not get into a relationship with that person, or maybe this could even just be a friendship where I really shouldn't share certain things with this person. And so, for example, a common test would be you'd give them a piece of information and ask them to keep it secret only to find out that a couple weeks later they told somebody else. But little did they know you told them something that wasn't actually real. That's a test. So when a person, let's just say a potential person you want to date is testing you, and they do it by pulling away. They're looking to see if you're going to be weak, if you're going to be needy, if you're going to wonder what happened to them and go running and begging and pleading for them and seeing what happened. Things were going fine, and they just disappeared. I hate to break it to you all, but this does happen quite often. Testing exists because we're looking to test the other person's strength, their emotional strength, because there are so many qualifiers to be an eligible partner, to show that they're mentally and emotionally strong. And so when somebody pulls away in this situation, leave them be. If you haven't heard from them in over a week and a half, maybe like seven to nine days, let's say, then it's okay to send out a little prod. Hey, how's it going? Everything good? I haven't heard from you. And if they say, oh, sorry, I'm just real busy with this and that. Oh, no problem. I'll tell you what. Why don't you get with me when you're free? I'll leave you be. Simple as that. It shows that you're not going to be caught up in whatever they're trying to do. It shows that you're not going to be clingy and needy and that you're okay with not hearing from them because you haven't placed your happiness in them. You're able to go throughout your day and not worry or wonder where they are, what they're doing, why you haven't heard from them. And that you don't instantly assume that they suddenly stop liking you because you haven't heard from them in a couple of days, even though nothing's happened. There's no fight. There's no argument. They just stopped reaching out. Give them the time to come back to you. And if there's somebody who constantly tests, perhaps before getting in a relationship with this person again or at all, maybe you should ask yourself if this is the type of person you want to be in a relationship with, period. So that's testing. The next is that they may just be busy, truly busy. Maybe life's caught up with them. The number one thing I hear from all of the people that I coach, and even just friends and parents and cousins and etc., is that... You know, whenever I get busy, I'm so thankful 
that my partner doesn't completely burst down my door wondering where I am, why I haven't come over. They understand that I'm pressured and I'm very thankful that they're not an additional source of pressure in my life. So what does that say? That says that you have the emotional wherewithal and fortitude to realize that they're busy and that they're going to be busy for a little while. So rather than knocking down their door and asking them, why aren't you hanging out with me, and demanding more of their time during a time where they already feel tremendous pressure from everywhere else, no, no, you're able to just back away, focus on yourself, maybe call a friend you haven't hung out with in a while. Maintaining your individuality is sexy. It's attractive. The knowledge that you want this other person in your life, but you don't need them in your life, that's attractive. Having a clear-cut boundary where this person can be introducing too much space into the relationship and having that boundary and saying, this, this has got to stop, that's attractive. Your partner won't get mad at you for that. But allowing them equal parts space and closeness, equal parts distance and closeness, that's what you want, a nice balance of both. The third thing I mentioned was that your partner is annoyed at you and they want to back away. Maybe just because they need some time from you. Maybe because they're feeling a little smothered and they need some time to wonder where you're at emotionally. The very worst thing you can do during this time is cling to them even tighter. Don't do it. It's not going to be good. It's not going to make them more attracted to you. In fact, it's going to turn them off a lot. If somebody's annoyed at me and I keep asking them, what's wrong? Are we okay? And I keep texting them, how are you? Love you. Hope everything's well. I'm really nervous. Please don't break up with me. It communicates weakness. And if there's anything you guys should have learned by now at this channel, begging, pleading, neediness, weakness, these aren't attractive. Partners don't want to be with somebody who is those qualities. They want to be somebody who can go away and focus on themselves and be okay with the fact that their partner might need to pull away sometimes too. It's okay. If you're feeling anxious and your partner's pulled away, come listen to this video. Reason with yourself. Now, come on. They haven't had some time to themselves. We've hung out five times this week. Maybe the next two days I should just let them have for themselves. To remind themselves of who they are. To give them time to wonder about where you are, what you're doing, what you're thinking about. We fall in love with a person through our brain. Remember that. And we constantly teach people how we act when we're with them. If the brain no longer wonders, if there's no more mystery, if we're always predictable and we always do the same things, the other person will not be attracted to us. So we need to give them that time. We need to give them that space to feel okay with not contacting us. Okay? Remember that it is sexy when you are able to not speak with a partner, focus on yourself, and when they reach out, act like nothing has happened. You know, even more funny is that so many of us have what I like to call a cactus friend. And in fact, I can't even steal this term. I heard it the other day from a friend of mine. And she said, you know, Rory, you're a cactus friend. And I thought to myself, what, the, what does that mean? And she said that a cactus friend is a friend that you can go to you water once in a while and you can go off on your merry way, handle your life, handle your business, and come back, and the cactus is still there. In fact, it's even grown a little bit. 
And I really admire that term, because just like a cactus, you can water it once a month, come back, and it's still there. In fact, it looks like it's gotten a little bigger, a little stronger. And so I want to impart that idea upon you guys. What can you be doing during this time to maintain your individuality? Ask yourself during this time of space, is, have I neglected some of my friends? Let me write a couple of lists of things that I need to be doing. Let me do my laundry. Let me clean my room. It's been a while since I've been on a hike. These are some things that you can do during this time to show your partner that you will be okay if they go get space. They're not going to feel bad for giving you that space. Attraction truly does grow in space. And I want you to remember that your partner's going to wonder why they haven't heard from you. If this is a new thing, and your partner has recently asked for space, maybe because they're testing, or because they're busy, or because they're annoyed, or because, you know, the relationship's not going so great, they're expecting you to not be cool with space. Space is a cry for help. When it's not, you know, they're just busy with work. Or they're annoyed at you from a little fight. It's a cry for help because it says, I'm feeling like I'm losing myself in this relationship. I feel like you want so much of my time. And I'm beginning to forget who I am. Because my life is starting to just be about us. But that's not attractive. When you have to be someone else's caretaker, it's not attractive. It turns us off. And so during this time, focus on what you can be doing, what productivity can you pull out of that space, and I think you'll have a much more positive outcome. That's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you would subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what topics you want me to cover in the future. Additionally, if you'd like to support me by going to my Patreon, in return, you'll get extra videos, private live streams with me, and free coaching giveaways. Additionally, I'll be giving away copies of my book on the Patreon. I wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. Until next time.